Hello, and welcome to Talking Sports with TK. I am Tommy Chrysan. Glad to be here. Glad to have you there. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Please share it with all of your friends. This episode, Sports Takes with Trey Blossman, brought to you by MeatAndPotatoesUSA.com. MeatAndPotatoesUSA.com. If you like to bet on college football or the NFL, which starts this week, do visit the website MeatAndPotatoesUSA.com or hit up Meat and Potatoes USA on Facebook and Instagram. Today on Sports Takes, Trey Blossman have plenty of takes on the LSU-Florida State game, the LSU team. Going to talk about a lot of things as the Tigers lose in the Superdome in New Orleans 24-23. A walk-off blocked extra point. How about that? LSU slips to 0-1. They'll host the Southern Jaguars this coming Saturday night, 6.30, kick in Tiger Stadium in Baton Rouge. Also, Trey Blossman will talk about, and I will talk quickly about some other college football over the weekend and some games that got our attention. Hey, don't forget to connect with me on social media. I'm happy to do that. Tommy Chrysan, K-R-Y-S-A-N, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And YouTube. Also, I am the oldest dude on TikTok. Just search for Talking Sports with TK. MeatandPotatoesUSA.com. If you like to bet on football, check out that website. And do subscribe on YouTube to Hold the Rope with Skip and Cano. The TV show every Tuesday night at 6 p.m. Hold the Rope with Skip Bertman, Dan Canterbury. Just search for Hold the Rope show, Skip and Cano. Subscribe on YouTube. It's live Tuesday nights at 6 o'clock. And, of course, you can always listen to it at your convenience after the show is aired. We're going to hear a message from our host, Anchored, and we're back. We'll be joined by Trey Blossman. It's time for Sports Takes. Happy Labor Day to everyone out there. I am Tommy Chrysan. You are listening to Talking Sports with TK. Stay tuned. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With TK again, I'm Tommy Chrysan, about to be joined by Trey Blossman for this episode of Sports Takes. We shoot this out every Monday, every now and then a Tuesday, but we're coming at you today. Hot takes, strong takes, you name it. Trey and I have been doing time. And we're ready for today's episode, which will focus on the LSU football team and college football. Trey, good afternoon. How are you? I'm doing fine, Tommy. A little bit subdued today, but like a lot of Tiger fans, I guess. Yeah, and and probably like the Tiger players and coaching staff, although a couple of them, I saw some good interviews after the game. But I almost don't know where to start. I, I do want to start with this. I do know where to start overreaction after one game is commonplace among fans fans are you know the lifeblood of any team any school whatever but fans tend to overreact and not understanding that it's a long season no different than had lsu won last night 35 to 10 it doesn't mean you start buying tickets for the national championship game uh last night they played bad they played poorly had a chance to win at the very end, a reasonable chance to win at the very end, but some more mistakes. And and I don't know if the team was unprepared. Maybe Florida State wanted a little bit more. You got to give Florida State a little bit of credit, I believe, although I don't think they're a, a great football team. But LSU, 
just didn't get it done. And I'm going to start with they got whipped at the line of scrimmage, offensively and defensively and special teams. And in the world of football, if you get whipped on the line of scrimmage all night long, with a few exceptions, you're not going to win the game no matter what chance you might have had at the end. So I think it starts with the offensive line, defensive line, the injury to Mason Smith. It's been reported today he is out for the year with a torn ACL on the celebratory jump on a play when he didn't even make the tackle. I know he didn't intend to become injured, but he's out for the year. That's a blow to this LSU defense. But the line of scrimmage is kind of where it starts. It's kind of where I start. Trey Blossman, where do you start? Well, uh, first things first, what what a really unfortunate injury and how it occurred. You just hate to see that for the kid more than anything. But a uh, couple of thoughts, Tommy. We were obviously unprepared. There's no doubt. No way you can spin it any other way. This team was not prepared to play a game, a game against a competitive opponent last night. Maybe they didn't think Florida State was going to be that competitive. Florida State is probably better than a lot of people thought they were going to be. They got outstanding quarterback play last night. Uh, look, the Tigers were not going to play for the national championship this year, so the loss doesn't hurt us. It wasn't a conference loss. When the season's over and done, losing that game is not going to affect the way we view our season. You know, if we continue to lose – ball games it will but that one loss out of conference is not a big deal we're going to be going through a learning curve this season Tommy as we all knew new coaches new players a lot of new a lot of people who hadn't taken snaps together hadn't been in the bunker together I, I think they'll figure it out and I look for improvement week to week yeah, I agree with that. I, I mean, you're gonna, you got to improve. I mean, they, they made a lot of mistakes. You know, Brian Kelly said at halftime is the worst boy he's seen in a long time. You know, couldn't get off the field on third down. You know, that was maybe the next thing in line after getting whipped at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, a lot of mental mistakes, a lot of drop balls, physical mistakes, blown assignments. I mean, you, you almost <laughs> you almost would be better served trying to find a handful of good things that happen. And here's the other thing. You know, when your safety major burns leads the team in tackles, that's probably not a good recipe for winning the football game. But he played a, a solid game. There are others that played good, solid games. But, you know, I agree with you. They were unprepared. Florida State playing a game – against Duquesne certainly as of today that that looks like it helped a lot they got a, rid of some of the butterflies and a couple of hiccups out of the way that that LSU had to encounter but uh you know I, I just think that you know see a lot of people in Baton Rouge Louisiana were looking at this LSU team through purple and gold glasses and they got they got hoodwinked okay well how come they're not ranked in the AP poll how come they're not ranked in the coaches poll how come the wise guys in Vegas got the over and under at six and a half or seven on win totals for the season how why were they picked fifth in the SEC West well people making all those decisions perhaps weren't looking to purple and gold glasses. And, you know, I really thought they would win last night. I uh, really thought there you know, was an eight and four team, which now you can put a little question mark behind that. Not that I've ever looked through purple and gold glasses cause I don't, but being in Baton Rouge, sometimes you just, you hear things so many times you, you start buying in, but I, I, you know, Brian Kelly's been around. He's a hall of fame coach. He's going to get this figured out. LSU fans don't want to hear that. 
You're not going to be able to tell anything this Saturday. You'll play the Southern Jaguars who will come across town first time they've ever met in football. No line yet, but it'll be about 45 or 48 points. But you got Mississippi State for a conference game the following week. So the LSU coaching staff, this LSU team, they have got a lot of work to do, and they know that more than anyone else, and I think that's a positive. It is, and, uh, you know, I, I hope that Coach Kelly can keep this team thinking positively. You know, yeah, it was a loss, but it's not the end of the world. A question, Tommy. Would the game have played out any differently if Butte had caught that pass in the end zone on LSU's first possession? We went right down the field. Boom, 7 nothing. Does that game play out the same way as it did last time? Well, that, that's hard to answer, but perhaps, you know, I mean, you know, he, you know, and then, of course, he quit running on that one route uh, when he didn't think the ball was going to come to him. He had other drops. And I, let me address Kayshawn Boutte. After the game, he scrubbed his social media Instagram account of anything to do with LSU. And there was a fake report today that he was going in the transfer reporter. That was fake, okay? That was fake news. He was at film study today, and apparently he and several players went into the incognito mode on Instagram, which means you don't have to see what they didn't want to see, all the negative stuff that was going to come flying their way. He and a couple of LSU players did that. So apparently there was some erroneous reports about uh, something, some things he did, or why he did it. He was at film study a couple of hours ago. I got that report from a solid source. Now, Brian Kelly's press conference is not to tomorrow because today is Labor Day, and it's a holiday for many, not for all, uh, especially our first responders, and we tip our hat to them. But, um, you know, so we'll hear tomorrow a little bit more about Boutte, and I think that's been confirmed today that Mason Smith, the defensive lineman from down in Homer, is out for the year with a torn ACL with that when he uh, did that little celebration dance and, and landed wrong on his left knee, and you could all see it kind of buckle. But, I, I mean, there's a lot of things to be cleaned up. Now, I would like to get your observations on Jaden Daniels, the quarterback. I think that's a guy that can help them win games. Did he make some mistakes? Did he hold on to some balls for too long? Did he get and run a little early a few times? And is he coach? The coach when we're the afternoon when the game was played the night before. I get all, but I am uh, one of the few who is okay with Jaden Daniels and what he might do going forward. Well, Tommy, as I watched the game unfold early on, I knew why Kelly decided to start Daniels. He was the offense. He... Times maybe he took off too early, but he makes good things happen with his legs. Tommy, the second LSU quarterback ever to throw for 200 yards and run for 100 yards in a game. The other one was Joe Burrow, okay? Uh, I thought he looked pretty good all in all. Of course, he's closed out really, really strong. There were some lapses there. But, look, he's electric. He's an electric player. And the key thing last night, he threw zero interceptions. That was always the criticism of him is, well, he sometimes isn't that accurate and he throws interceptions. Well, he was 25 of 34, 209 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions, 
that's a pretty damn good performance considering the pressure he was under last night. Now, when when everybody was speculating last week who would start, the he knew the team knew, but weren't going to announce it. I suspected Daniels because I knew the offensive line was a huge question mark, which turns out to be a valid question mark now that we've seen one game. So I thought that that would be the case. And some of the running early or getting holding the ball too long, thought maybe he looked at the rush at times, which is a, a big mistake quarterbacks at any level shouldn't make. And, I mean, again, but he might have been running for his life and, you know, uh, trying to – he knew the line was not protecting well. I don't know. Now, one other point I'd like to get into, I truly believe, and this is not hindsight's 2020, this is not coaching from the sofa. They should have went for two points. Absolutely. That t- Absolutely. Touchdown. And here's another reason why you should have went for two. A, it took every bit of five minutes or more to decide whether the, the clock, the knee was inbounds, you know, that, that whole story. Everybody saw it. And then, B, Florida State called a timeout to prepare their defense. I mean, if you're LSU, to me, you're huddled up more than once on the sidelines. You say, guys, this is what we're going to run on fourth down. When we score the touchdown, immediately get to the line. We're going to go for two, and this is the play we're going to run. And we're going to go on a quick count. Uh, And let's just win this thing right now to heck with it. It's a non-conference game. You know, if we go 8-0 in conference, we're still going to be in Atlanta whether we win this game or not. Go get it done. Uh, and I, I'm curious to see if Coach Kelly addresses that Tuesday at lunchtime in his presser. But uh, no doubt in my mind, you should have went for two. He chose not to. He, you know, he goes back. And then there's a major blown assignment on the the, the, the wing guy on the left side, Mason Taylor. And I'm, I'm a, I'd like to know how much special teams he played in high school. He's a true freshman. Uh, you know, he reached for the outside guy, let a guy go inside of him. And it blocked the extra point. Florida State wins. So that was a, a mental error for sure and a physical error. But again, going back to where they started, I clearly think they should have been prepared to go for two. Tommy, I, I texted my friend Steve Stokes after the play where Daniels got it out near midfield with the run that really set us up in a position to be able to have a chance to win the game. I texted him right then, got to go for two. The reasons being is, and you touched on most of them, we were very lucky to be in a position to win that game. There was nothing that played out over the course of 59 minutes and 50 whatever seconds that showed you that we could win a game in overtime. They were the more consistent team all night. They moved the ball more methodically all night, whereas LSU relied on big plays mostly. Uh, I'd definitely go for two in that situation, no doubt about it. Uh, I think if that is the case, we win the game. We had all the momentum in the world. Florida State back on the heels. wanting, wanting How the hell did we get in this situation? This was our game. We had this game. You know, yeah. their, their fumble at the goal line and our minute and seven second drive to get within one point. It was an amazing series of events, Tommy. And I think you capped that off going for the win every time. Yeah, well, and, you know, I think I texted you when, when Florida State fumbled it while they were pitching the ball, nobody knows. But uh texted you, might be time for a miracle. And it would have been why they won that game. But here's the thing. If they score a touchdown with that one second on the clock and then go for two and convert, that would mean the only time they had the upper hand in the game was for one second, other than the early right. three nothing lead. If it could have ruined Florida State's season, 
could have ruined their season. It could have just sent them into the doldrums, okay? It could have propelled LSU. But that's the fine line between success, failure, greatness, and not so great. Uh, but, you know, again, we can coach here doing this podcast on a Monday. It's easy to coach. And uh, so what's next for LSU, the Southern Jaguars? Hey. Uh, it's going to be name that score. You got to clean up a lot of things, figure a lot of things out, because then you got conference play the next week against Mississippi State. No line yet on the Southern game. It'll be somewhere between 45 and 50 when it comes out in a couple of days. Trey, before we wrap this up, what other one college football game this weekend got your attention and why? I'll start. The Georgia Bulldogs got my attention with what they did to Oregon. How good is Oregon? We don't know. Uh, Time will tell on that. But they scored on their first seven possessions, did the Georgia Bulldogs. A touchdown on their first seven possessions. uh, Obviously just kept rolling from their national championship. That got my attention. You know, Florida beating Utah. Maybe the East will be a crazy race. But Georgia got in week one, we'll see what happens going forward. Trey, what game got your attention? Penn State-Purdue on Thursday night, Tommy. It, it was fun to watch. It was a great game. It was back and forth. And on week one, because that week zero we've talked about, that's ridiculous. I don't even know why they do that. It's stupid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that. You know, to me, Thursday night at around 10 o'clock when that game wrapped up, I'm like, hell yeah, man, it's football season. That was great. <laughs> and, and on the other channel at the same time, Pitt and West Virginia played a classic right down to the wire. Uh, Florida-Utah was also a great game. Uh, those three in the LSU-Florida State game were the four best games of the weekend, I thought. All right, of course, Trey Blossom and I would do picks. Uh, you and I and Anthony did not do well with our picks this weekend. You do have a pick tonight. We'll toss this little nugget out for people. You like Clemson minus 22 against Georgia Tech. That's the contest tonight in college football. But it's a long season. We've all had hot streaks and cold streaks uh, picking games for 25-plus years. We'll be back at it later this week, which will also include NFL picks along with college football picks it's all a part of talking sports with tk just scroll around on the podcast talking sports with tk which is available wherever you get your podcast trey uh as always enjoyed this episode of sports takes and we'll visit with you again soon all right tommy i appreciate it one closing thought if you will sure obviously special teams for lsu lost the game our special teams were not special unless you're talking special needs (laughs) <laughs> oh man a lot of work to do that it'll be, be tryouts for punt returners and um, all kind of stuff but uh but you know uh, that that's part of that learning curve you you alluded to so we'll see i gotta they gotta be absolutely spotless on special teams this coming saturday against the southern jaguars who by the way opened against a uh, division two school and won 86 to nothing last week. So I, don't, <laughs> I don't know how much we're going to get out of that, but the Jaguars are going to bring, bring a big crowd across town. It's 13 miles from the campus of Southern to the campus of LSU. And they, the battle of the bands, the, the band show, supposedly both bands, the golden band from Tigerland and the human jukebox for Southern are going to, 
play together at some portion of halftime. So that will be spectacular and amazing. You don't want to miss that if you're at the stadium. Trey, we'll do this again with our picks a little bit later in the week. We encourage folks to share this podcast and check out all the stuff we're doing. Thank you, Tommy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.